0: Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me. We continue our examination through the book of Titus, and we're at the second chapter here of the book of Titus. We've seen what he said at the very beginning. Paul greeted Titus. And then he told him uh, a couple of things. He said, here are the qualifications for the overseers. And this is what an overseer needs to be able to do. They need to be able to exhort and sound doctrine. And they need to be able to refute those who contradict. And then he goes into details about those who are rebellious men, apparently those who are contradicting, right? And he speaks a great deal about uh, them and their uh, characteristics and what they should be, and uh, what we should be doing in relationship to them. Okay. Now we go into chapter two. In chapter two, verse one begins with the word but, but. And so it's in relationship to what we've just seen. Okay. It's in relationship to all that stuff that we saw uh, that's going to happen about those who are defiled and those who are not believers. But as for you, speak the things which are fitting for sound doctrine. So he says this, I want you to teach sound doctrine. That doctrine, you know, sometimes we get so wrapped up in these words and, you know, sounds so theological. It just means to teach. It just means instruction. And he says sound doctrine is the idea that you're speaking the truth, okay? It's healthy. It's a sound, healthy truth. So I want you to preach. I want you to speak the sound truth. Now, again, let me tell you, this isn't limited to just those who are doing something behind the pulpit a couple times a week okay? This is for all who are believers, that we're to speak the things that are fitting for sound doctrine. So often I think we get distracted because we think, well, I don't know about this truth or this or that, and I don't have time to do this. I understand that. I really do. That's the reason the Lord gives us one another. And so one person, the Lord may really move upon their heart to seek insight and revelation into a particular subject matter in Scripture, whatever it may be, okay? And you realize, wait, but this is the person you go to to find out what the truth is about this. And then there'll be another person that you might go to for the truth of something else. I have found that just constantly uh, within my life that all of a sudden the the resources will pop up or all of the Lord will bring somebody across my path that has insight that I need about something. Quite often I don't know that I need it until that happens, right? And so it's it's sort of a cool thing when you see that occur. And so he says, I want you to speak to things which are, in accord with sound doctrine. Then verse two, older men are to be temperate. And and now, remember how there was a list for the overseers of their character traits? Now we're going to get it for older men. We're going to get it for older women and a little insight into younger women and younger men. Now, there's no attempt made to define older. Okay, And sometimes people get all bent out of shape over that. No, uh, it just means that you're older. I think that somebody can be older in a faith than someone who is chronologically older than they are. So there may be somebody who's 25 years old but has been in the faith their entire life who's able to impart some things to someone who's 50 years old that's just been saved the last six months. Okay, But what we're seeing here is we're seeing how we're to behave. So older men are to be temperate. Temperate. And that's that word that we've looked at before. Uh, with the overseers. And it means to be sober. The King James actually translates it as sober. It means to be self-controlled. And it particularly means self-controlled uh, from with the uh, in relationship to wine, uh, anything that you intake like that. But it also uh, has to do with the state of mind, that you're not uh, overwhelmed by passions, lust, and things like that. That you're sober, that you're temperate. Uh, it carries the idea of being serious. But then the next word, older men are to be temperate, dignified, dignified. And uh, and this is sort of interesting because it's actually defined as to worship, to venerate, one to be venerate. You ever wonder where we get the uh, word reverend? Well, that's the definition right here, to be revered, venerable, revered, reputable, dignified. And it's not talking about a uh, uh, this earthly dignity. It's not talking about where man does that to one another. But it's because that we're walking in dignity and holiness of who we worship, okay, of whose we are. Uh, one author said the higher citizenship that we have. And all believers have that, okay? And it carries an idea of uh, nobility, of uh, of gravity. That doesn't mean this is somebody that's a fuddy-duddy and never uh, smiles and never has joy. No, you would sort of think that from the King James because the word is grave, Uh, In in the New American Standard, in the English Standard, it says dignified, but it's dignified in the right kind of way, not dignified in the kind of way of snootiness, okay? So older men are to be temperate, dignified, and sensible. Sensible, yeah. In other words, that idea carries a thing of uh, understanding, of discreet, having a sound mind. It's also translated as sober, you know, I told you a while ago, that the King James, let me just read this. King James says that the aged men be sober, grave, and temperate. But then New American Standard says that they're to be temperate, dignified, and sensible. The temperate and sober are two separate words, okay, two different words in the Greek. But they carry parallel and similar meanings, okay? The idea being that you're self-disciplined, you're self-restrained from a uh, Passions and desires. Now, the Lord gives us passions. The Lord gives us desires. But he gives us passions and desires within confines, okay, within relationship, whatever it may be. And so this individual, the older men, are to be sensible in relationship to these things. So the older man is to be temperate, dignified, sensible, sound in the faith. Okay, sound in the faith. And again, that sound is the uh, the uh, word that carries the idea of well-being. Okay, well-being in the faith. And that uh, that's the word pistis, which you see all the way through Scripture for faith, which is interesting because it means to persuade, to win over. In other words, we, we say, well, I have faith. Well, that's true. Uh, I, I walk in faith. That's true. Let me tell you about the faith. That's true. These older men must be sound in the faith which we believe and which we profess. And the older man must be uh, in love. I love this. Dignified, sensible, sound in faith, in love, in perseverance. So the sound carries through these three things, that you're sound in faith, that you're sound in love, and that love is agape, agapio, which means to love. And people say, oh, I know what that means. That's that's the love that God has for us. Well, yes, yes, that's that's very good. But it's a little more than even that. It carries the idea to where you want what is best for the other person. Okay? And so these older men are to be sound in faith, sound in this kind of love, and sound in perseverance. King James translates that as patience. And we go, oh, man, uh, the ESV says steadfastness. Well, steadfastness, it's like okay, I'm standing strong in my faith and my love. Perseverance, <coughs> well, I'm persevering in my faith and in my love. And King James, in patience, okay, I'm being patient in my faith and love. And all three of those terms are uh, uh, elements of understanding what hupomone, which is what what the Greek word is, what that means. And I think they give us uh, each one insight into it. We are to be patient. Older men are to persevere. Older men are to steadfast. So let me just read the ESV. Older men are to be sober-minded, dignified, self-controlled, sound in faith, in love, and in steadfastness we're going to see in a couple verses later that they have a role in functioning because of this older men however that may be defined this is how we are to live take it before the lord and see what he says by the way uh do pass the word about these times right here together uh, these podcasts Uh, word of mouth is the best way to let folks know about things so just uh, communicate it with folks and i appreciate it i'll see you again next time